and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Jessen. And I'm Juliette. Today we'll be reviewing Praise, the first book in Sarah Kate's Salacious Players Club series. But before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, join our Facebook group, The Spoon Zone, and follow my YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and give away free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks. Special shout out to all of our lovely patrons. We appreciate you. Alrighty. So. 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 I was so, I, I just always laugh at all of these promotions that, uh, Ryan Reynolds does for the new Deadpool stuff because like oh I feel like God. I feel like it's become Stop his personality it. you know at this point like Y'all, Ryan Reynolds personality there's a reason like Deadpool's all over Wolf on Wild like I am so in love with Deadpool and mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds like him I'm even in love with his relationship with his wife they're having like their fourth child mm-hmm. they're like so happy like I just like love him and his sarcasm his filthy mouth I love it all. His, <laughs> and his relationship with Hugh Jackman, they're actually friends. You know that? Yeah. They're like genuine friends now. It's so funny. No, but that promo that he recently had oh my done God. and he was like excited for the next Deadpool and he was like, yeah, yeah, I got nothing. What do we do? And then he's like, hey, Hugh, you want to be in another yeah. movie? He's like, sure. And it's like, <laughs> and then the Celine Dion music starts I freaking playing. love it. I absolutely the, love the, it. The second day they said that basically they broke the internet with their – um. I love it. Honestly, props to Hugh Jackman for staying in shape all these years because he's been playing Wolverine for the longest fucking time. I had even read an interview saying that he would not play him again because he said it's so hard on him physically. He's like, the older you get, the harder it is to like get into that kind of shape and stay into that kind of shape Mm -hmm. for a whole movie. You know, like that's not his regular, you know, um, physique or whatever. But you're like, yeah. And he's such a cool guy. Like he's so cool. I've always wanted to like watch him be in a Broadway play because like yeah. he loves doing that too. I but. even saw like the cutest picture. It was a Comic Con with Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. and um, it was a little girl. She was probably like eleven, and her entire outfit was Ryan Reynolds' faces, and she wanted to take a picture with him. And he's pretending like to be all <laughs> mad at her. It is. It was so precious. That's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> I. I th- he's he's definitely a celebrity that I would like. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't think that I'd be nervous to meet him he doesn't have that energy about no, him you know he has approachable welcoming. energy yeah he has approachable <laughs> energy <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway um i thought it was just funny because you know of course that is one of evie from stay yeah. spell wolf gone wild's uh, favorite comic book heroes <laughs> and it was just really funny oh, really yeah. funny to see I, I i'm dying i cannot wait for the show <laughs> anyway mm. let's talk about praise let's talk about it so funny little history with this episode um juliet thought multiple times that we have recorded this and we have not (laughs) like i legit would swear on like my firstborn or something that we had already recorded this yes exactly um but it was really funny because we talked about it we talked about praise quite a bit and then we talked about it on a couple of mini so yeah and that's what happened it's like i remember it's like my brain was like but we've already talked about this what are you saying no but seriously she had me searching for on my laptop for like 
I'm like, where's the praise episode? I'm like, what? Like, Jessen. And I'm so here going, Jessen has lost her mind. Absolutely. Like, she's, I, I have she, lost it. She cannot remember. We've School already fucking has broken this. my brain. I'm like, it's okay, Jessen. We've recorded it. <laughs> no, we haven't, bitches. Now we're actually going to record it, but uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the characters first mm. before we jump into the spoiler section. Yes, so the book opens with um, introduction to our hero, Emerson, and he and his four friends are um, – they. They work in like this media company and they they're not really satisfied with their job. They always go out for drinks on like Thursdays or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um Emerson's telling them about how he was recently with a woman and the woman didn't appreciate his type of kink. Okay. And um he got slapped in the face for it. So the it, the interesting thing about the books in the series is every single book so far has started off the same with this conversation. All books mm-hmm. start off with this conversation, and it's from the point of view of whichever member of the Slacious Club player that the book is about. Mm-hmm. And um, Emerson Emerson and his friends kind of come up with the idea after their company kind of uh, that they work for crashes and burns to open up a. It started off as like a online service, like a kind of dating app for people with kinks to like match them up, and now they're having like a physical location it's going to be a sex club so that's how that's how it starts and the connection with the hero is with the heroine is that charlie our heroine used to date emerson's estranged son Bo. now Bo Mm -hmm. is a bit of a douchebag um Mm -hmm. they had dated for like a year or so and he had cheated on her eventually and so they broke up and and he blames the cheating on her yeah it's all her fault for some reason he's Bo is very immature in this (laughs) book like very very immature in this book um but um i really love Charlie's character and she and emerson cross paths in a very unusual way because like i said Bo is estranged from his dad they don't talk so Mm -hmm. charlie has never met emerson before so the first meeting that she's ever seen Emerson, it goes a very interesting way. And I can't wait to talk about that mm-hmm. because, yeah, this is taboo. Um, ex-boyfriends, dad, age gap, kinks. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah we're I've gonna definitely dive discovered in. I – this is my favorite kink, by the way. <laughs> so we're going to mm. dive into the spoiler section. If you have not read Praise, you should go check it out and come back and chat with us. All right, guys. Okay. Like I said. The prologue is seven years ago, and right. our four players are Emerson, Garrett, um, Maggie, and Hunter. And Hunter's wife also makes an appearance. I want to say in later books, Hunter's wife is actually there at the discussion. I think, oh, really? Maybe. I don't know. But um, Hunter Hunter is married, the only one that's married uh, out of the four. And um, so, yeah, they're kind of just all talking about, like, hey, kink shouldn't be weird. Everybody has a kink. Everybody has a different mm-hmm. kink. And like, apparently all four of them have a kink. <laughs> yes. all, But they they don't know it yet. Well, they, they're not sharing quite yet. Right. But Emerson definitely has – his kink is dumb. Yeah, because it kind of – he starts off by sharing. It's like, yeah, excellent. He said something, I guess, like, you know, some praise kink while a girl was um, giving him head and she, like, gets all offended. And He's being very just, dominant like, and he issued yeah. some sort of command that the woman took offense to. And yeah, was, like, and she was just like, off. fuck oh, off, dude, and, and yeah. left him. And he's like, well, I guess that it's not going to work out. <laughs> yep, I guess not. I guess not. So that's, so, that's how the Salacious Players Club is right. born. So we skip forward in time and Garrett is um, Emerson's best friend and he's always sending him new girls. And the thing is, Emerson likes – he doesn't always have sex with the girls, his secretaries. He just likes them to be subs. It's the you fantasy. Know? It's like, the he's fantasy. He's a powerful C- CEO, um, businessman. He he works from home, though. Technically, his yeah. office is at his home, and he needs a secretary. And he doesn't 
the secretary is more there for, you know, the fantasy of just having someone at his beck and call yeah. just to follow commands and just be there to satisfy his dom sub kink. Okay. Not truly like secretary work. And yeah. when we first see him with his current, you know, sub, the one that Garrett had sent him with, he's mm-hmm. unsatisfied because he calls her like a brat and like she's pouting Yeah, she's and like stuff. rolling her eyes and stuff, but that's not what he likes. He wants the good he girl. Wants, he wants somebody who <clears throat> follows his orders, right. who's not defiant because that's a totally different that's kink. That's a different kind of kink. Yeah. yeah, the little bratty, you know, daddy, bratty daddy situation. And so it's so funny though because, you know, BDSM is not one of my absolute favorite yeah. Um, um, yeah. romance books to read, but I feel like if it's done well, um, yeah. I, I really like it and i first of all i like i cozied up to emerson real quick when he said he didn't like brat bratty um you know subs i "Mm, I don't like bratty heroines thank you (laughs) we're so glad emerson we were happy to hear that oh i don't like bratty Um, heroines either i have to tell you and i know i've said this before but i legit was even told um kev my husband the other day i was like i want to rewatch the secretary with james spader so bad this was giving me all the vibes oh jessen like it's legit like the so the heroines actually it begins she's getting out of um like a hospital for self-harm like she's Mm -hmm. she's a cut she cuts and and it's a release she needs you know and so she needs a job and the family's like trying to take care of her and they're like you know you need a job so she goes get this secretary job and falls into this role just like this like legit and she gets her release that way oh my god and he does too like he is just it's just like this Mm -hmm. and so it reminds it's it's like to the nth degree like i think she wears a saddle at one point in one scene interesting (laughs) but james spader to me oh i just think he's He's strangely sexy. Appealing. Yes. He's just like one of those people, his personality <laughs> mm-hmm. is so sexy to me, you know? Very interesting. I might have to check that out yeah. whenever, you know, I have free yeah. time. Sorry. Sidebar, y'all. If you've never seen The <laughs> Secretary, it's a classic. To me, it like introduced me to this world of BDSM. Like it came out, I don't know, 1980s, 90s, I was 90s. I say it has to be around no, I think the early 90s, 80s, maybe. 90s, yeah. Yeah. It was a long ass time ago. I was like, what the hell is this shit? You know? Oh my God. (laughs) But it's weird. It's a little, it's a little weird, but in a good way. (laughs) Anyway, back to our story. Anyway. (laughs) So he gets rid of the secretary, tells Garrett, don't send me anymore. He's like, I'm done with those. And then then, Charlie needs her deposit back. So she and Bo had moved in together. And now that they're no longer together, they don't live together. And she wants her security Mm -hmm. deposit back. And he's like, well, the money was sent to my dad, the one who he's estranged from because because he did ask his dad to co-sign with, right. on, on the his lease. Names, that's why the money goes back to him. Goes back to him. So when he, she approaches Bo, he's like, well, here's the address. You can go get it yourself. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Like, she needs that $1,000. Yeah. So The first she, thing is, she's like in, okay, so Charlie's doesn't come from a wealthy family Mm -mm. so she drives up to this house yeah she's like in like you know a car that's barely running yeah absolutely and this is like one of those you know holy shitball houses you know she's like wow mansion i didn't know that i did not know both dad had this kind of money so she walks in and someone greets her and the woman's like oh good you're here and um she's like that's a cute outfit it's different but i think he'll like it and she's like what (laughs) (laughs) Immediately alarm bells. Ding, ding. What? What? And so like, 
me as the reader, I'm anticipating, I'm like, oh, this is going to be oh, good. Oh, yeah, this is going to be good. Be I so love good. this sort of mistaken identity thing. And me too. And so she leads her into, like, the office. And then the woman tells her, hey, he's coming. You should get on your knees. And she, Charlie's <laughs> like, what? Well, no wonder <laughs> Bo doesn't like his dad. He seems like an asshole. He dick. wants people on their knees whenever she walks into the office. What does he think he is? Yes. So she's, <laughs> she's literally about to peace out. She's like, this is getting too weird for me. I just don't want yeah, to be here. She was getting, like, weird vibes. Yeah, like, she was like, not yeah, right. I don't know about this. So she turns to leave. But then Emerson walks through the front door. And he's fucking gorgeous. O-M-G. We've and got we've got stunned. our classic, like, dumb businessman, stunning, beautiful. The energy. Was yes. And it Charlie, gives me, like, mafia vibes. Charlie, know, mafia like a self-professed vibes. feminist, yes. was struck by him. So this is one thing I want to say about this book. And this is why I think it's so successful and why this author is doing so well. Because she has all the thoughts a modern woman would have. Yes. Like, like, when she starts to sink to her knees in, like, in a little bit. Why do bit. I like She's this? like, why the fuck am I doing this? Oh my God, why does this feel so good? But you know? I think that that's also, I really like the way that Sarah Kate wrote this series because at least one character is discovering a kink that they never knew that they had. Exactly. So it's, so it's, it's like a self-discovery for us as well, yes, for the reader. and I think that she writes their internal <clears throat> thoughts very well. Like you said, for Agreed. Charlie, it's like she's she doesn't even understand what she likes about it. And but why? she knows that it makes her feel a little warm yeah. inside. And she's like, yeah. this is weird. I've never felt this before, you yeah. know? And I really like that. So, of yeah. course, when Emerson walks in, he is all business and says, you should start on your knees, never be on your feet when I enter the room, and you don't speak unless I ask you to. <laughs> When you do, you will address me as sir, nothing else. Is that understood? And she goes, excuse? What? And he barks at her, get on your knees. And she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he like yells. And she's like, oh, shit. And he's like, do you want your money or not? And so she's thinking like, fuck, I do need that thousand dollars. I do need that money. I do need that money. that money. God damn it. She's like, bed for it. So she she kneels down. And I love her. (laughs) So this is an example of Charlie's internal thoughts because I thought that it was important because I like the way that Sarah Kate um, writes it. And Mm -hmm. she says, this is Charlie. And she says, every rational part of my brain is shouting at me to tell this guy to fuck off. But the rational part of my brain is not in control at the moment. He is. (laughs) My knees actually start to bend and I cannot believe myself. When they hit the carpet, I expect (laughs) to feel utterly humiliated. I want to be enraged. Instead, I'm gazing up at his at his face, waiting to see what the psychopath has in store for me next. Like, yes, I just like, love it. She's so just good. Like, intrigued. Like, what the well, fuck? exactly. That's why it's like you know she's not one of these TSDL heroines. She's <laughs> literally like, what's happening to me, and why am I feeling this way? I yeah. really love this self discovery part. Yeah. And of her this character. is the most important part of this discovery when he turns around and sees her kneeling and he's he goes much better. And he goes up to her, grabs her chin and like <sighs> tilts it up and he calls her lovely. This she's is like, one of my favorite <gasps> scenes. Yes. The way she describes him looking at her yes. and it's just like lovely. Like just like she's so lovely you yes, know and like exactly and like, like he truly uh, is just kind of like he's this sort of enraptured perfect. yes so this is where she there's an inkling i mean she doesn't understand it but this is where we understand <clears> that she has a praise kink that she doesn't know about because she feels very warm when he does this i like how she describes that too yeah mm. and so once he asks you know where did garrett find you she's like who the fuck is garrett and he's like 
you're, oh you're my you God. aren't sent by Garrett and she's like no Elodie goes, I'm here oh fuck get, get the fuck yeah, up off get, your knees get, get up get up you, oh my god you're Bo's ex Charlie Bo's ex wow okay and he's like can we just forget that this ever happened she's like yeah sure can I have my thousand dollars and then she thinks that she's like okay mm-hmm. she's like um he's, he's pretty rich so maybe I can be like yes I will forget um if you if give you me add. an extra five hundred dollars to that yes and like he's just looking at her like oh my god like she's she's, she's, she's cheeky and stuff like that yeah he ends up by giving her like five thousand dollars instead yeah way more and in the memo sections it says spc okay so this is important because she'll go sleuthing later, yes okay? of course and so she goes celebrate with her mom her mom's basically a single mom at this point their dad kind of abandoned them mm-hmm. um a while back because charlie has a younger sister sophie and she's transgender and the dad did not approve so mm-hmm. he, they're like okay you're cut out of our yeah. life and he, so he like rejected her and mm-hmm. so he's gone yes but charlie's <clears throat> very close and very protective very of protective of Sophie, mm-hmm. and so she takes them out to celebrate now that she has you know she has a little moolah and she goes on the internet she's trying to figure out what is spc what does he do why is he so rich she runs across his website it's called madam kink and so she's like <laughs> all of a sudden she's getting bombarded with this bdsm like terminology yeah. pictures stuff that she's never seen and she's like oh my god and then she and discovers then praise she kink. gets to praise kink she's like what's this and she sees a picture <laughs> of a woman kneeling before a man while he's mm-hmm. holding her chin and she's like that's exactly what emerson did to me and she, she's a little she, like closes it though she closes it she's like no i don't yeah. like that no i'm that's she's not like me. this cannot be me yeah. this cannot be you know there's no way i am way too like i'm a strong independent woman i cannot like this yeah you know, like no forbidding herself not me so but it's like it's so different like sexual fantasy from Reality, reality is different you can you know? have a fantasy that is completely opposing to what you do in your everyday life right it's that's, so funny so that's what fantasy kind of means so <laughs> i want to share something so one of my friends was obsessed i mean fucking obsessed with 50 shades of gray when it came out like christian gray and when i tell you this person in real life is like a ball buster she will rip you in half like she's one of those like badass bitches mm-hmm. in real in the real world but she would like literally go to sleep listening to it over and over. Like, and I was like, why? Why do you think you like it so much? She's like, she's like, it's just because that's what, that's what I want to escape to. That's like yeah. the fantasy I want. But because in my real life, I'm always in control. I'm always having to do this. I'm mm-hmm. always having to do everything. Like, I want to go to that fantasy world where some man is just like, you know, yeah. taking all. And so it's really cool to think of it that way. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's not that you want this to be your everyday. And in fact, that's one of the things that I like about their relationship later on when they enter into it. There's rules. Mm-hmm. It's like you won't. There, there's going to be scenes. Yes. And in those scenes, you're yes. going to be completely yes. obedient. You're not going to talk. But I also <clears> want there to be moments where you're just Charlie because that's not that's not your personality. Right. You know, that's just he an also aspect loves, of it. That's you know? what I, yeah, he falls in love with her. Exactly. Charlie. Person, exactly. You know, not just her role, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I really love it. And she works at a skating rink, so he <laughs> shows so up cute. there, and, she, and she's like, what "She's the almost fuck dying. Is he First, she like ducks here? behind the barn, and then he's like, uh, Charlie." Yeah, and she pops up. Hi, hi. How is it going? So <laughs> Emerson doesn't know what possesses him, but um, he decides to offer Charlie a job, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like. He kind of makes an excuse for himself. First of all, he's intrigued by Charlie because mm-hmm. she did so well when mm-hmm. he commanded her to be on. And she even asked, she's like, how'd I do? And he's like, yes. exceptional. Well, this is this is when they had the conversation <laughs> when she's asking about it and, and he was just like, you're exceptional. And like, mm-hmm. that makes her warm. But 
it's kind of twofold. He wants her around. He also wants to help her because yeah. he knows she's down on her luck. Like the girl was trying to negotiate for five hundred dollars, and that's like yeah. pocket change to him, you right? Know? Um, so he wants to give her a better job than the skating rink, but also maybe this is a way for him to reconnect with Bo. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And so that's kind of that's the war that that Emerson is fighting internally. We also the whole book. it's a it's very interesting too because I mean obviously he he really wants a relationship with his son that is like a, a key motivation you know before he ever met her obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also have this interesting factors he starts to learn about Bo through her and like how terrible he was to her how terribly he treated right. her exactly you know so it's it's such a it's it's very complex mm-hmm. you know and I really like that. Exactly. I agree. So she does accept the job because it's going to be better pay. Um, and <clears throat> I really love it because she goes to the mall and she ends up by getting, you know, secretary clothes, <laughs> but like sexy secretary sexy, clothes. The see-through blouse. Lingerie. The see-through blouse, it, the see-through cream blouse with a black bra underneath. Yeah, yeah. And, and the black pencil work skirt. Like that. And, and she, she wants to tease day. him. She on wants to tease day. him, okay? And yeah. like he doesn't mention anything about it. Like he just like mm, – Plays it straight, but I really like it because <laughs> later they go to the club because it's under construction. Yeah, the physical the physical sex club is under construction. Right, and um, she goes there and she feels uncomfortable because she only feels comfortable wearing this type of stuff in front of. Emerson. I love all these she's differences. Like, she's like, she's like, people are going to see me like this. This is only supposed to be to tease him, like just because. But that's a, but that's she's a sign. Curious. She's yeah, she she feels safe with yeah. him already. Like she's curious to see, like, can I? And she's attracted to him. Exactly. You know, she wants to see, can I entice him? You know, uh huh, exactly. So but I then, really love it. But then and we've got some flirty Drake boys. Flirts with her, and he's <laughs> like, he's like, get away from her. So Drake is Hunter, an, another one of the um the the co-owners' best friend. Yeah, and we see him a little bit in this book, and we gradually see him a little super bit more. beautiful, of course, gorgeous, and he flirts gorgeous. with everyone, and super you know, flirty. Yeah, and then Garrett later on brings her to the throne room, which is like <clears throat> his personal. I knew this was foreshadowing. King. I knew when it's I his saw personal this. King. <laughs> so the throne room, it's it's basically voyeur's heaven, okay? Right. If you want to be watched or if you want to watch. And right. Like They've got person. the windows like all the way around. Yes. Um, so, so she's you don't exploring have to even go without Emerson and he finds her there with Garrett kneeling on the floor. Yeah, because Garrett, because she's like, what is so exciting about a freaking throne? He goes, get up there and go sit yeah. in it. And I'll she does, and she does. And then he like kneels like, but, 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 you know, beside her or in front of her. This was such a good scene because then we immediately see Emerson's jealousy. I mean, come up. I mean, full force. Yeah. He doesn't want Charlie exploring any of this except – it, it, unless him. it's with him, but he also knows that he doesn't want to explore anything with Charlie because that's crossing a line. Yeah, because that's Bo's. That's Bo's ex girlfriend, and also she's very young. So um, he's <laughs> like, I can't be with a twenty year old. I'm in my forties. Like, but, no. But we love age gaps. But we love that. So we're okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> we're okay. Thank you. But I really love it. So after she goes pick up Sophie, and Sophie's like, Wow, you look like a slut. Like, what kind of job do you have now? And she's like, Shut up. I love her sister's like her sister's so like, funny. Is her sister so funny? And yeah. they go. To a comic book shop because Sophie's anticipating this new release, and I really love because it like it gives her such <clears> confidence. <throat> she she's never been an overly sexual person. She's very voluptuous and stuff, but like Emerson is giving her this this confidence, and she's at the comic book shop and she decides to lean over the counter, and the guy's like staring at her boobs, and he's like, "Are you sure there's no extra copies <laughs> for my sister? She really wanted it." She and really they get the comic, it. and she's just like, "Wow!" And, and, it uh, works. and, and Sophie's <laughs> just like, "Okay, you can wear that if it gets me my comic. That's fine." <laughs> 
exactly thank you so much but um so and i also really like how sarah kate actually lets time pass because she does Mm -hmm. have like some two-week time skips and i i like that (laughs) right so we know they've been working together there's you know they've been building a a familiarity with each other yeah and i really like that she's she's slowly discovering the bdsm world she sees these applications that are going through for memberships of the club and um emerson's asking for fashion advice (laughs) because it's about to have its grand opening and so right you know picks his picks his blue suit and i just Mm. really really love it and then she they have this very intimate moment where she does a you know um palm reading on him i love these things she says that he'll have like a he's a great lover (laughs) and he'll have like one all-consuming love and stuff and she's like i do too and i'm like i wonder why that is i know (laughs) she's like i have a similar line look and he's like really she's like Mm -hmm. no let me show you and so they do and i love it because he invites her to go with him and yeah as his date as his date and he just like but professionally but yeah, inside professionally. inside he's like but i want her but, but on also, my arm oh uh, my professional date at the sex club please. yes my professional <laughs> date at the sex club mm-hmm. come on now exactly and i love love it love it love it so in that moment that charge moment where she's still holding his hand that's whenever they have their first kiss mm. and they both kind of freak out about it her more and she's like oh god that was inappropriate i shouldn't have done that like she was yeah. getting closer to him but they he let it happen and she just feels a little embarrassed about it, but he just like no it's fine it's okay and so he like calms her down and stuff like that and he asks her to stay so I just really love their relationship between Emerson and Charlie because you can you can see how protective he is mm-hmm. of her. Yeah. He wants to take care of her in a lot of different ways. Like when her car battery dies and mm-hmm. she walks to go get the um their sandwiches at the right. deli that she always goes to, but it's like snowing outside. And he's just like, Why are you he's so like, cold? What are you doing? And she's like, Oh, I just wanted the fresh air. And he's like, The fresh air is fucking blizzard outside. What are you talking about? <laughs> she's proud. She doesn't want to say yeah. that her car, her car broke down. Dead. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, it's hard to tell someone. When your boss, like, literally has, like, multiple cars, like, expensive, like, exactly. luxury cars and yeah. stuff, you know, I mean. Like, I want you to tell me if something's wrong. Like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I, I will help you. And so her <clears throat> her feet, which were in heels, are so cold. Yes, and so he decides so to warm them massage. because, you know, foots, foots rubs are, yes. you know, a little bit mm. sensual. They and, are. <laughs> um, yeah, we all know what foot massages lead to. Exactly. So, I mean, and not that it does here, but it's definitely intimate It does, touching. though, because her feet yes. are Brushing his erection, and yes, it it almost does. But they're interrupted. They're interrupted because her cell phone rings and it's Bo on the phone. And like Emerson, kind of like he's like answer it. Like he wants to hear his. I feel so bad for him because he wants to hear his son's voice and he wants to know like what's happening and stuff. And yeah, I just oh god, I feel so bad. Oh, we didn't even mention this. So the whole breakup between Emerson and Bo is because because of the sex club. He thinks his dad is a freak because you know. Emerson was just like I'm. I I own a dating app. You know, he wasn't yeah. going to tell his young son because he's been at this for seven years. He wasn't yeah. going to tell his young son what he was doing, and uh, <clears throat> Bo eventually does find out, and he thinks that it is horrible. He yeah. hates it, and he just like my dad's disgusting. So yeah, he doesn't want anything to do with him. And basically, Bo's calling to be like, "Hey, did you get my money?" And she's like, "No, I got my money." You yeah, you got to get, get your, your money. own money. Yeah, you can get your fucking money. Um, and 
Oh, God. The way that Charlie just, like, shrinks in on herself as yes. Bo's talking to her. Yes. And Emerson, because, like, now Bo knows that she's working as a secretary, like, takes yeah. the phone and was just like, like, don't talk to her like that. Ugh. And he's just like, what the fuck? And, oh, yeah, Charlie's my secretary. And he and Bo's like, fuck you. Yeah. So this is going to open up a whole little can yeah. of worms. Oh, yeah. A little can of worms. I, that's another thing I find interesting is usually when we see these kind, like, in – you know, others, there's a similar setup in Birthday Girl, mm-hmm. like the, the son just sort of vanishes and we don't see yeah. him. Yeah. But in this one, he still plays a key role in the whole plot. Very much know? so. Very much so. So the opening <clears throat> night, they look, they're both a cot. They're oh, on yeah. each other's arms. Mm-hmm. And Emerson's just like, he wants her to stick to him like glue, okay? <laughs> they dance together and I just really love it. And she's watching this man who actually has someone kneeling um, underneath the table. And mm-hmm. she's like watching it because at first she's like, it's weird for her. This is public and this woman yes. is doing this. And she's yes. like, why, why do I kind of want to be that person? Like she's yeah. still discovering like the whys of it. Like why does she find this yeah. attractive? Why do I want this submissive role? Yes, why do you know? I want this and so um she's also very very interested into into exploring that long hallway where they have like different rooms and different yeah there's um, one guy's guarding like with a little rope oh, one room yeah of course a it's vip more- section yes. and stuff like that and <laughs> oh god she's also just teasing emerson because she wants to know about his relationship with his secretaries and are your secretaries always your subs and he's like no you know and she's like too yeah. bad you can't have a good secretary and a good sub because he calls her a good secretary he's like yeah you're the best secretary i've ever had and she's kind of teasing him being like yeah i could be both <laughs> i could be both just saying i know so, so she, she goes to the vip section yeah i think emerson let her go to see if she would like sneak off mm-hmm. which is exactly what she does well, I, he gives the bouncer a head nod to, like like, like yes in, but let like her charlie's in. unaware okay yeah unaware. she doesn't know what's so she yeah like, she's being like bombarded with these very sexual right um, so she's watching the scenes. throne room she's yep. watching a scene in the throne room and with it's threesome. a threesome and yeah. she's just kind of like why is this so erotic and mm-hmm. emerson finds her there and he goes behind her i love I, why does this get me me he just, like, pulls too. her back to his front and he's just like cradling her in front of him and it's so intimate and they're just watching together and mm-hmm. it's so good and then eventually he she, she She's like, he says, this is what you do to me. And, oh my God. you know, she it's can so tell good. that he's very turned on. Yeah. And she feels very powerful that this is the effect that she has on him. And Emerson kind of encourages her to touch herself. Yeah. And he keeps his hand, like, above her. So he's not technically touching her at the time. It's mostly her. And, like, this is, like, <laughs> He can keep he can, fooling himself. Yes, he's trying he to fool himself, okay? Yeah. He's trying to fool himself, but it's not going to work, okay? Yeah. And then on the way back, Emerson is just like, you can go to the club. You can go back to the club if you want. And she's like, why would I go there without you? Like, I would only be interested in going to the club with you. Yeah. Okay? So, like, oh, God. It's just, it's like, so they want to cross the line so bad. And I think that that's what also Sarah Kate does very well. She builds up that yeah. like they want it, they want it, they want it. When are they going to cross? Yeah, the line? it's the sexual tension that it's the tension. It's, beautiful. it's and not I, instant gratification. And I think that's a, another thing that sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes is missing from the BDSM books that I've read before in the past. It's like they just kind of jump to the sex too yeah. quickly. And this yeah. one, this the buildup is uh, just amazing. Yeah, and so when he drops her off, 
she kisses his cheek <clears throat> and then he just says to himself, he's like, just this once. And so they kiss uh, and they make out and it's like, beautiful. Like, oh, yeah. it's so good. It's like, he's, like, he's just like, this once. Just this once. Yeah. I just okay, this, Emerson. Just right here, okay? Whatever okay, you it. say. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so she starts researching Dom sub relationships and when she, when Emerson gets to the office the next day, mm-hmm. She's kneeling on a pillow. Yeah. She decides to take it into her own hand. She's like, she's okay. Like, I want this. I'm waiting. And so she just sits there and waits for him on her knees, yeah. on her pillow. Exactly. Like, just like a proper little sub would do. She also brought her own list of hard limits. And he just like, oh, like it turns him <laughs> on that she did this much. research. It's too much. She did all this research. Okay. <laughs> she did leave all the sex ones blank, though. She only did the ones that were more towards like dom-sub relationship dynamics. Mm-hmm. And she left all like the sexual ones because she they're trying to fool themselves that they can they can toe the, the, the line but right. not totally cross it right, right. just tow it that's what's so awesome do everything that's non-sexual both, okay they're both pretending that this is not so going just like okay fine go. let's do this for this one day and he tells her that she is not to speak to him and sit at her desk until he needs her and mm-hmm. so she's being ignored and she's like man well this isn't fun because that's not her kink her kink right. isn't being ignored it's literally being the center of his attention right that's what she wants and again like like she doesn't know exactly how Mm -hmm. this works she's discovering everything and finally you know she's kind of like having second thoughts and he calls her in to um kneel while he's having like a video conference with the rest of the people and he starts petting her and then finally when he locks his eyes with her that's when she gets like the euphoria because before when he was very concentrated on the meeting he she was like i feel ignored i feel like i'm a dirty secret and then when he looks at her and he starts petting her yeah this this is what I want. Right. This is what I need. And like she loves it. She feels cherished. She feels like this is this is you know his sole focus. And I, it's so good. So anyway, he brings Charlie to a meeting at the sex club with a sex mm-hmm. toy company. Oh my god! And this the is woman odd. who's selling the sex toys, Charlie's picking up on some vibes. She's definitely picking. Her they know. They've known each other. They know each other. They obviously, She's very know familiar each other. with Emerson. But I will say that she wasn't being like overly flirtatious. Charlie just picks up on it. She wasn't. She wasn't trying to like you know steal Emerson and. But be she like, was smiling a lot, like smiling. hey Emerson. Yeah, exactly. You know? But I don't feel like you know. Oftentimes, authors will make the ex be like this heinous bitch that yeah. absolutely wants to steal the man. Like this isn't the case. Like. They are just they they have had their past relationship. She's also their own business. She's not she there is. on a social call. Exactly. So that's another thing. So Charlie is a little bit of a brat in this situation because yes. she's jealous, and Emerson doesn't because like he that. gives her an order. He says, "Come here, I want you," and she says, "No," like it's defiant. Yeah. And even um, what's her name? I can't remember her name. She like kind of like Maggie. her eyes widen, like, and she's like. Oh fuck! Yeah, she's, she's just being disobeyed rude an order. to the woman. She's being rude yeah. to the woman, and Emerson just disappointed. Like she, yeah. she even said she's like he looks disappointed in me. Yeah. Um. So eventually, Emerson takes the woman, which pisses Charlie off even more. Yeah. On a tour. Uh, on a tour. Now she's stuck with Drake, Drake and Hunter, and, <laughs> and Drake like, is a bad boy, y'all. He's Drake likes to push push some <laughs> buttons, okay. And a lot of people are picking up on the vibes. Yeah, they they they're yeah, because because so, Garrett has he's outright told Garrett he's like you know she's you know but. The thing is, he's not told, Emerson has not told them that she is the ex he, of her son yet. Yes. But they're all, but he's like, no, 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 she's just my secretary. She's just There's a secretary. Nothing, I promise I'm not, she's not But also, up. don't fucking touch her. But also, stop <laughs> looking at her. Only I can look at her. Okay, guys? Okay. But, Glad oh, we cleared that up. Oh, um, so this is awesome. 
So sex toys. Drake dares her to put it in. Yeah. This, this it's vibrator. The, it's a vibrating remote control vibrator. Yes. And um, he dares her because he's like, there's no way that somebody could like function. And she's like, oh, no, that, that'll probably be easy. So she goes yeah, to the bathroom. I do she it. puts it in. She puts it in. Drake comes out. Remote, and Drake like turns it on. And she is like, oh, my God. And this, so then they're fighting walk. for the remote because mm-hmm. she's like about to have an orgasm in the middle of the lobby. And that's and what who happened. should come when she's like pressed against Drake <laughs> trying to get the remote. <laughs> Fucking furious. <laughs> and he's like, what? the fuck <laughs> Emerson is jealous and he takes her to lunch and they talk about the woman that's what she, he tells her he's like yeah she is a former sub but the reason why I was talking to you that way like he wasn't being he was like very formal very like dom sub conversation yeah. between him and Charlie he's like the reason why I was um, introducing you that way is because I wanted her to know that you belong to me like yeah you're, you're special like I was trying to tell her that this is my new sub like this is this is you know my and new you relationship kind of- and you were a brat and I didn't like that. And she's like, okay, I was jealous. And he was like, okay, that's fine. I like how they have open, honest I do communication. Too. I do. They talk it through. But, you know, he tortures her with the remote. Oh, yeah. Because he he's, he's a little, he's a little vengeful and yeah, jealous himself because Drake was trying to make her come. Yeah. You know? So he uses the remote on her. And I actually really like it. Like, I mean, they're in, in a restaurant, okay? <laughs> and so she's trying to hold it together. But, like, I like that when she actually approaches her climax, like, he puts his hand on the table and they're like literally like holding hands yeah like, and just staring at each other like when it happens like i don't know i just really yeah. love the yeah. intensity of their it's connection very, it's intimate it's so intimate with them and i just they're they're it's it's a runaway train at this point and they think that they have control <laughs> but they really don't like i'm just like come on guys come on yeah. guys. so he gives her the list back and he wants her to fill out the whole thing the sex question. Now he wants it all. Because he's just like, because the vibrator was sexual, and so you should have filled that out because we need to establish <laughs> limits. And that's the only reason why I'm having you mm. fill out this whole entire yeah. questionnaire, okay? Yeah. Sure. And she feels a little bit vulnerable because she's like, well, I'm going to be telling him everything that I like. And she's a little bit resistant to the idea because she's just like, I don't want to put all my cards on the table. But Emerson says, there's not a thing on this list that I don't want to do to you. Yeah. Like everything I, I yeah. want to do so badly. So Bo comes for his check. And it's interesting because Emerson's so elated to have his son. But he kind of is pushing Charlie to like. Yeah. Because Bo's there to see Charlie as well. Yeah, he's like, ex. hey, why don't we go he, out? He's, he's, and... he's like, hey, yeah, you can leave Charlie. Y- y'all can go yeah, have y'all dinner go have and lunch stuff. Or dinner or whatever. And she's kind of like, what the I don't want to go out to dinner with Bo. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, it's just so disappointing because it's like Emerson in that moment, he almost like forgets totally about Charlie and what Mm -hmm. they're building because he's so focused on Bo. And this is also, and so I like this internal conflict. That's what I'm saying. Like the conflict is really Bo throughout the thing because Charlie's then like, okay, I can't expect this guy to ever choose me over um, she knows Bo. she's heading towards heartbreak right. in this she, situation. And, and I like that she's sort of aware of that. And the, But the thing is, too, is she's like, I've already been like, okay, I was second best with Bo. He cheated on me. Yeah. My father abandoned us because he's just a douchebag. She's like, she's tired of being second. She wants to be first. She wants somebody you know, to choose her. To choose her. Yeah. Yes. And so she confronts Emerson after this all went down. And he and she basically is just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe that you were like trying to like push me towards him. Like, I don't want to be with him. And um, that's when like shit hits the fan. Emerson can't stay away from her anymore. And he sweeps her off her feet. 
and they bang oh my in God. the office. But it's actually like it's like slow and intense, and I really love that like so much. And then he brings her to his bedroom and stuff, and he does invite her to stay, but she's yeah. the one that actually wants to go home. And I really yeah. think it's because she just kind of wants to process everything and stuff. It's but, really beautiful. Yes. Okay. So I really love this because this is just like okay, the dam has broken. And mm-hmm. every day that she goes to his office now, they're in there, you know, they play out their scenes. And like I said, they have that conversation where Emerson's like, sometimes I want you to be just Charlie. Like, I don't want you to be in a scene every single day. Mm-hmm. But the scenes are fun. But I also, I like your smart mouth. I right, like, you know. Right. You can tell, like, a lot of times he just wants her to be her. Yeah, he I like to, to have her. conversations with yeah. you and stuff. And I just really love it. And I love the way that emerson heaps praise on her just saying like how she's so perfect and stuff and another reason why i love emerson is because he really pays attention to charlie he knows that her younger sister is very important to her Mm -hmm. so when she just so happens to mention that oh i'm at the skating rink because it's my sister's birthday Mm -hmm. he shows up he shows up and like (sighs) for what because he wants to be with charlie on like a a big day in her life and i just really love it the family is really loving emerson the mom actually like invites him out for dinner and and, like to go back to the house for movies and stuff and charlie was nervous too about how he would treat her because um she's transgender and yeah it's like because he doesn't realize until um he when after after everyone falls asleep for the movie and Emerson and I love Emerson and Charlie were like gravitating towards each other on the yeah. couch and stuff. Well, they eventually go because she's in the pool house. I like how he says, "Show a, me your." He mm-hmm. wants to see where to she's see. her space because mm-hmm. that's so that's so personal to see yes. where like what are they doing when they're not with me? Yes, you know, exactly. I love that. And he sees an old fo- photo of Sophie when she was younger, and he was like, well, who's this? And she was like, well, that's Sophie. And this is kind of a little test for her because she's like, I want to see how he reacts mm-hmm. to this because if he is in any way judgmental, then I am cutting right. him out of my fucking exactly. life. And he doesn't. He doesn't at all. Yeah. And I, I just I just really love it. And she opens up about, like, you know, her dad being like, well, that's why my dad left because, you know, he yeah. wasn't accepting he couldn't even of Sophie accept his own and child. that was it. So I just love it, and <clears throat> oh, it's so good. Okay. I know. Well, they return to the no. club. We have to go back to the club, and guess what, guys? It's, it's auction, an auction night. It's an auction it's night. It's auction. Okay, so I really love this because I think it's Garrett that suggests that Charlie actually be auctioned off, and mm-hmm. Emerson at first was like, fuck no. Like, I don't want to yeah. auction off my woman. But then <laughs> she makes a comment saying like, oh, well, I could – you don't want to auction me. Nobody would buy Nobody me. Would Nobody want would me. want me. Why would me. anybody like, those pay? Girls. Why would anybody pay time to be with me? Then Emerson's like, the fuck you say? Yeah, he's pissed. He's like, I love this. So he tells Garrett, he's like, no, she, she will get her auctioned. up there. Get her up there. He wants her to know yeah. her worth. And okay. there is a bidding war there for is, her. With one of the wealthiest patrons that they have. Yes. Okay. Wants but of her. course, Emerson <laughs> wins her because he's for $75,000. Yes. For an hour. He takes her into the room (laughs) and he wants to punish her. And he wants to punish her for a specific reason because she is so hard on herself. And he's just like, I want you to admit how beautiful you are and tell me that you are worth the money that I paid for you. And she she can't though because she's like, she knows she needs to be honest and like she just doesn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, I'm going to keep you here until you feel that way. But like – it's almost like she starts crying and it's cathartic for her, though. It is. Because it is it's, one of her personal, you know, hills yeah. to climb. She's just like, I just don't feel like, you know. It's I'm, not that she's an insecure person. It's no. just that this is, this is a, this is like a big chunk of, 
uh, baggage that she's carrying from harm her father has done to her. And, exactly. And Bo, you know. Yeah. And, and Bo. And the fact that Emerson, every time Bo's around, it seems like he's choosing yes, Bo. exactly. Over their relationship. Exactly. Which, and I love that he slowly starts to realize this himself, you know. Yes. And, oh God, it's just a really beautiful scene, like, the way that he, like, takes care of her. He brings her back to his house for, like, yes, some, so self-care. some self-care. We love some those self-care. scenes. Exactly. And, oh, God, he... I love that I love that she's very realistic with herself because she says um when he's taking her back to his house she says I realize what I want is ludicrous absolutely irrational and insane because I want Emerson to put me first even mm-hmm. before Bo I want him to tell me he cares more about our relationship than he's trying to repair it with his son she's like I know that sounds selfish I right. know that sounds selfish but I still want it like she wants yeah. it she craves it so bad she even tries to like talk to him being like Bo's an adult you know yeah like it's it's not his it's not his he's issue. not a child exactly. anymore he's not a child like if he was a child I understand but he's grown. He's in yeah. his 20s. Like, come on. And even Garrett gives him similar advice. Mm-hmm. And um, when he finally wants to admit to Garrett. He finally that, admits um, who Charlie is. Yeah, like right. Charlie is Bo's ex. And I love how Garrett's just like, look, it's really hard for kids and stuff. And you think that you're going to be a bad dad if Bo finds out because – but you're you're already doing the bad thing. You're already sleeping with Charlie in right. the first place. Like you got to get over it. And also, and to, just like <sighs> you have to figure out what you want. You know, yeah. what is is she worth it? Is she? I mean, it's is your relationship repairing this relationship with your son worth losing someone who could be the love of your life? Yeah, basically, exactly. So we have our run in with Bo. Yeah. And um, Bo kind of like discovers their intimate relationship because he had suspected when she's been working for him. Yeah, he had even sort of accused her and this was before they were sleeping together. So she's like, no, we're not sleeping she's together. Like, of course, I'm not sleeping with your dad. That was before they were sleeping together. <laughs> before, so she wasn't lying. Yeah. And when Bo actually finds out that they their relationship is in fact sexual now, he yeah. blows up. He loses his shit. And Emerson basically chooses Bo over yeah. Charlie. And Charlie's Heartbreaking. so de- devastated because when 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 Emerson well, Bo's questioning like, what is this? What is going on? And Emerson's like, It's nothing, it's nothing, you know. And what Charlie hears is she's nothing. She's nothing. Exactly. And it fucking breaks my heart. It kills and me. And she, she, like, is trying to leave. Emerson is chasing after her. Bo just, like, yeah. raging in the background or whatever. Yeah, but like, she's are just you like, fucking no, kidding me? Like, you're going to yeah. choose him over me. You're always going to choose you're him. You're always going to choose him. And I just have to – I have to remove myself yeah. from the situation. I love that she's just like, you know, I, I'm – not only am I worth more, but I have to protect myself and my heart and – I can't do this anymore. Like I can't go any further than what we've already done. So I, so I love when she's back at the rink and she gets a visit. First, she thinks it's Emerson who's come through the door because she sees like the silhouette and they have a similar silhouette. Yep. And she realizes it's Bo has come to talk to her. And she's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah. leave me alone. You know, y'all yeah. just leave me alone, you know? And he's like, please, I just want to talk to you, you know? take a break with me and like emerson has been texting her a little bit but she hasn't replied because she's just like there's no use she's i'm done i'm i'm gonna get the shit into the stick every single time but bo wants to know like what what was it like were you sleeping with him like the whole time like he's my dad and why would you want to sleep with him and he's just like listen like she's having a come to jesus meeting with bo being like yeah 
he was a much better boyfriend than you ever were because mm-hmm. even though you view it as like I was his property because I was his sub or whatever, like he treated me so much better than you ever he did. He treasured and me just, and cherished yeah, me. He, exactly. Mm-hmm. And she just trying to like tell Bo like having kinks isn't weird. Yes, I went to the sex club. It's not strange. Like he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't like grooming me or anything. Like you just need to get over your own hangups. Yeah. Like she's I'm like, this adult. is something I discovered about myself. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to keep doing it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like this is my thing. Well, interestingly enough, after he visits Charlie, he goes visit Emerson mm-hmm. and or before whatever he visits them both. And he basically asks Emerson, he was just like, so what was this? Was she just another one of your, you know, playthings, or was it more? Do you love her? And Emerson does admit he's like, yeah, I do love her. And but also in this moment, which like this was the one gripe I had with Emerson in this conversation with Bo. He tells Bo, he's like, but if you don't want me to be with her, I won't be yeah. with her. Like, he still is choosing this, this this asshole adult who will absolutely get over it eventually, you know, over Charlie. But, and it just, like, breaks my heart. But he also just kind of like, but I do love her, so I do want to be with her. Mm-hmm. But he's is kind of waiting for Bo's go-ahead, kind of. Yeah. Well, push comes to shove, because one night... She gets she decides Charlie. to go to the club. And who does she meet in the bathroom when she's in there? I love it. Madam, Madam Kink. Okay. So that's who she first Googled Eden. and her found. Eden. Mm-hmm. Eden. And she just this is like basically her blog was how she discovered that she has her own her own praise kink. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's and so it was fascinating. They kind of become fast friends. And um, she's like, hey, you want to go do a little experiment? Yeah. <laughs> and Have see you ever been if, with a um, woman? They know that Emerson's there, and it is a ploy to get him jealous, you know? Mm-hmm. So Eden takes her in one of the rooms, the voyeur rooms, okay? <laughs> and um, <laughs> quickly, Emerson finds out that she yeah, is there. Yeah, that she's there. she's Yeah, because so, yeah, somebody's like, oh, yeah, she's here. She's in one of the rooms. Like, what? He's like, oh, excuse me? <laughs> So he goes and he watches this and he's fascinated. He's like, oh, my God. Like, what is like, happening kissing, right now? But also, like, he he has a moment where he's just like, this is my Charlie. Yeah. I want her. Yeah. And so he barges in there and he tells Eden to leave. And Eden's like, okay, bye, kids. Have fun. <laughs> like, my it work worked, here is done. Yay. <laughs> um, and so they have uh, – she and Emerson have their scene. But I love how at the end, like, she just, like – she wants to know, is it going to be me or Bo? And this isn't enough for me. Like, yeah. this this connection, it's great and all, but, like, I need somebody to be all in yeah. with me. Because he's, like, in the moment, he's, like, he's he's having feelings, but he's also turned on. And he's kind of turning it sexual. And she's, like, no, 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 no. Like, that's not what this is going to be all about, you yeah. know? Yeah. She I wants need more. more I need him. more. She wants the emotional yes. tie like, with him. I'm falling in love with you. I can't yes. fucking do this. Yes. You know, this isn't just a game for me anymore. So he has a decision to make for sure. Yes. Like, is he going to like he can't just have her yeah whenever he wants right when he and how he wants her exactly so she leaves i really love that i yeah. i was kind of glad that it didn't like in there Imagine. you know yeah, exactly um so she goes home but of course there's like a disturbance at the as she's sleeping like in her pajamas like in her bed she hears like her banging father on banging on the door and yelling and she's like oh my god you know what is it and she goes out and her dad is like are you like are you a whore at that club because so, someone saw you yes and we off. and we kind of get that hint there's somebody there who recognizes her she doesn't know how where she, she knows him from she knows that this guy looks familiar and she 
She's yeah, like, oh, she's like, I from? know him and from one somewhere. Of her dad's colleagues. Dad's, yes, business associates. Yeah. And that fucker's there, and he's the, is the one there. calling his daughter a whore. Exactly. So um, he's like freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. And then the mom comes out, and you and know, he's and like, "Did you know your daughter's be selling herself for sex?" And she's like, "Charlie, are yeah. you?" And she's like, "No, I'm, I'm not." not. Like, so they're like arguing, and it's like, kind of getting, it's starting to get violent. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Emerson comes in, grabs the dad, and throws him against the wall. Is like, "Don't touch her!" And it's like yeah. real defensive. And, and oh, the dad's like accusing him, like, "Oh, like you're you're dating you're." You're sick. Um, this is my daughter. She yeah. used to date your son or whatever. And then, interestingly enough, Bo jumps in. He's Bo like, is with Emerson, and Bo jumps in, and, and he defend- basically defends Emerson. Yes, yes. Like, at least my dad didn't yeah. abandon me. Like you abandoned <laughs> your two kids. And um, the thing is, too, Sophie was the one who called them when she yeah. saw him get there. She got scared and she called Emerson immediately. Yeah, I really, which I love that she saw Emerson is like. I know. She's like, he'll come and save us, and yes. he did, and, and he, he did, did do that. Sophie and that was also kind of like a sweet moment with Charlie being like oh like Sophie trusted him enough to yeah because Sophie doesn't trust Harley anyone and I just really love that I really love that and I also really love that the mom is actually not judgmental at all Mm -hmm. like she just like when she gets the full facts like kind of need to talk but okay yeah like you just let me know whenever you're ready to talk as long as you know you're not actually selling yourself and you're like yeah good okay um and so this is just when the moment when Emerson just kind of realizes like he is he is all in. Mm-hmm. He can't can't help but need to be around her. And he tells Bo in this moment, he's just like, This is I, I need to be with her. Yeah. And Bo's resigned to it. Bo has been I, I love to that he's sort of come around because he realizes he was being selfish. He was you being know? selfish, exactly. Which I, I just I think she writes very real people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're not these one-note villains or, you know, they've got this one motivation and that's going to sustain them the whole way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it feels very real. And, and I like that. Even in the car, like, Emerson thanks Bo. He's like, thanks for standing up for me. And there's, like, an awkward, like, you're welcome type of thing. Yeah. So you, can, you know that, like, the relationship is starting to be on the mend. Right. Stuff. It's right. starting to be on the mend. Um, He and Charlie are actually dating now. Mm-hmm. Um, She's slowly kind of moving her stuff into uh, his place and – it's been like a couple months and um her mom just had wanted like had one stipulation like if you're going to move in with Emerson <laughs> we have to have family nights like every single um, uh, yes. week and so they go on family nights and um they're <laughs> laughing having margaritas and stuff and then Bo shows up and she's very surprised yes. and 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 uh i i love how it's just kind of like well it's family night you know yeah, like that's, Bo needs to be Bo here and it's like dad. a little bit awkward because awkward, Sophie actually like, never liked Bo Sophie never liked Bo okay? <laughs> I feel like i love how Sophie reads people Sophie's like yeah like, she hates bad egg. but but I do really like that the relationship kind of changes because Bo's yeah. starting to come around starting yeah. to be less of a brat he's starting to get his shit together and stuff and I just mm-hmm. really like that this book um ends up like all the family aspects are pretty neatly kind of tied, tied up mm-hmm. yeah. and nothing is left like you know unanswered and right. I, I just I or just in like a bad that way he didn't have to choose in the end like Bo right. does come around you can't yeah Bo can mature and grow the fuck up yeah that exactly. can happen <laughs> and it he did he can he absolutely can so yeah I just I just really love this book I thought it I was really fun very um, sexy very steamy very obviously sexy. there's lots of steamy scenes so I mean and like wanna... just really good ones y'all it's, it's <laughs> It's Emerson amazing. is probably I mean I think he's gonna go somewhere on my book boyfriend list for 2022 I don't doubt it I 
fully support that. Emerson's yeah, thank awesome. You. Daddy Emerson. I like I like the praise. I do too. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we'll be looking forward to the next one where we'll be recording Sustained by Emma Chase. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.